Just as unhirable with White Karen and Go To Gay Tommy. Sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, hold the mic like this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like a supreme. Okay. <laughs> a dream girl. <laughs> Are we recording? Yeah, yeah, totally. We always start the episode in the middle of setting up the episode. <laughs> We've never had a real start to this episode. <laughs> that is the start. It's our signature start. We're not hireable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or necessarily starting. We reserve the right to cut anything and also nothing. But I can tell that at this point, yeah, this was is any all of this in. Real? Yeah, this is yeah no, on. this is real. This is real pod. So right now we have David Goldberg with us, friend Hi. of the show. <laughs> Who, what you write for Time Out New York, but like, what's your official like? I'm the things to do comedy and LGBT editor there. And I'm delighted to be here. And Andy's so happy to be delighted here. Delighted to have you. When I met Dave, so David, okay, wait, wait, wait. Can we give the backstory of how David reached out to us? How yeah. did I reach out to you? <laughs> Oh, you well, made you us number one those. with another one next to it. So you put on together, right, right. So for people who don't know, which is shocking, but David put together a list of like best, amazing, best comedy. Yeah, like this well-researched list of like best comedy podcasts going on or whatever, right? On Time Out. On Time Out, Time Out New York, right? And so reached out to us. We were like so honored. He was like, uh, Chrissy Mayer, friend Chrissy. of the show, shouted us out. Hey, Beb. Fucking love her so much. Obsession Beyond. of the show. Yes. Love you, girl. It all comes back to Chrissy. Like, she's yeah. like a, a really good example of somebody who's like honest and just herself. And then just like it helps everybody around her to do the same thing. Totally. She yeah. has total force for good in comedy. Force for good. Total star. Chrissy yeah. Mayer. Constantly professional as well. Constantly professional. Yeah. Great comic. Mm-hmm. Great friend. If you haven't looked her up, you should. Um, but so you're, you were like, hey, I'm putting you on this list. Chrissy shouted you out. Like, send us whatever description and cut little thing about you guys and put it up great we took like a week or so we took so long to put this together <laughs> yeah we, we gave it to you agonized. i think after the deadline we couldn't do it we were paralyzed paralyzed like we are a comedy <laughs> po- delete delete <laughs> we could not put the words together for literally days that. we were frozen we were frozen also i thought i was talking to someone ancient like David like, Goldberg. You said yeah. you were David Goldberg. I know, I hate and it. I, and Do you I, watch the Goldbergs? Uh, there was a phase, yeah. Me too. When <laughs> it first started, I mean, I don't really watch a lot of TV, right. but it was really great. Love Wendy. Love Wendy doing, McClendon Covey. You like you have. I like your taste, and everyone you've said since we've been like talking tonight, uh, you have good taste and like your divas, I guess. I don't know how to describe mm. it. But like Wendy, that's a good diva to have. Wendy McClendon. Yeah, Covey. she is. Oh, this is a gay. Took a <laughs> We're <turn>. there. <laughs> yeah, we are there. So anyway. Anyway, so then we'll, anyways, so, it's yeah, it's there. Right? So so we were in touch, right? We finally sent you our shit. Yeah. You go. You were like, thank you. Yeah, we like loved you already. It was like already that's like easy the best and fun press to that to we've gotten the entire time we've been doing this. That was amazing. Best oh, press, funnest press. Really amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, wow. and I, and this okay. whole time I was like, oh, some like old dude noticed us. So time out, New right. York. This is so cool. Thank you, Chrissy. Thank you, David. And um, yeah. So then two things happened. <laughs> One of which you were like. You were like, hey, just so you know, you're not in the print edition. There was like room or whatever mix up and uh, you're going to be online. It has a much higher viewership. We're like, great, great, great. (laughs) So we so it comes out. So the list comes out and we were (laughs) 
It's the signature move of the podcast to invite you on and make you deeply uncomfortable. (laughs) No, we're just giving the backstory. In my my or Karen's bedroom. I've been read. I've been read before. (laughs) What we want to say is that out of a list of 13, we were number 11. And we did not understand how an educated man could have misspelled the number one. Twice. So severely. You were emphasizing it. (laughs) I literally wrote to Marie Faustin in Sydney, Washington the next day Uh, and congratulated them on uh, tying <laughs> us for number one they, they just put the other <laughs> no they've read me about it too everyone Why? has an, because they, they were, were ranked one. number two. Oh, who's number one at the time of publication which was like mm, september there's a new listen everyone's in the running currently for <laughs> when i do the web update this week but um, Did you fucking hear that, Tommy? <laughs> At the time of publication, Las Culturistas was number one. But may I just say something? You may. It was originally six that we had for the magazine, and it was not in any ranking. It's just like, these are six podcasts you should listen to. The timeout website forces you to do numbered lists, so I had to rank them, and I basically ranked them in order of what was in the magazine, kind of ranked, but like, whatever, and then... As they came in, the online one. So I just like threw yours in and I, it was not, there was no real hierarchy. No, we heard you the first time. 11. Yeah. <laughs> 11. Yeah, it's burned into your memories. I know. One Sid emphasized. and Marie were like, <laughs> we were like, Sid and Marie thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we were actually, we're really happy about that. It was awesome press. Thank you. The we like- refresh will be more willful. Ooh, which more is, willful, by the way, this is said. completely my cover up for the ranking. This is because I'm, yeah, I'm terrified of being read. My only edit for you in that whole thing would be, oh, also you spelled my name Karen. <laughs> I know, but you're like but more you Israeli it. spelling, Karen. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Oh, oh. Ooh, look at that. I have a cool cousin. <laughs> I got into that yeah. for a sec, do you? Have you yeah. done birthright? No, uh, I was born there and I, really? I still have family there. So I, I go like every, I try to go every year. Do you have an Israeli passport also? Yeah. You're like me. I was born there, but oh I'm God. a hearsy person. Were you raised there or here? I, I was raised here, but it's like. For sure. I'm trying to go in like two weeks, actually. I, Are I you? just asked my dad. I was like, does anyone need to visit Safta right now? <laughs> my grandmother like, You're just like me. Yeah, exactly. We're the same. I almost bashed your own face in with the No, mic. it's worth it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, uh, it, I mean, there's a lot to be said, but going there, the air I breathe there, I swear to God, it's it's, it's different. different. It and smells different. They, I'm like, different physiologically. I feel different. A hundred percent. My yeah. hair and skin look like different. Your home? It's like yeah. wild. It's so comfortable. It just, it's wild. The, like, fruits and vegetables taste completely different. They taste yeah. so much more themselves. Right, because like, they're made there. They're made there, and, and they're just, like, full of their, like, t- Jew god soil, like, their chosen soil of, like, yeah. nutrients and shit. And, but, yeah, we're home. It's, like, the energy is different. Yeah, it's trippy. Yeah. I always feel a surreal, like, feeling in Israel. It's like the it's like the island on Lost. That's how I always felt. Where I was so like, good. I feel energy here. Yes, you, know? you feel the same <coughs> energy. And the truth is, it has an energy. Like Israel is so old. Yeah, it has that you energy for everyone. It. By the way, yeah, right. Uh, this right, right. isn't just us being like for only for Jews. I think for <laughs> obviously all of its residents. But yeah, yo. Who <coughs> so wait, how are your families talking about what's happening right now with the IDF? 
And that journalist. I'm really disappointed in my family. They've kind of like gone crazy over the past few years. And now, which is weird because we used to live there, but they're now in bizarro APAC world where Mm. BB is perfect. And so I I don't engage with them at all. Um, But I'm sure my Israeli family who are sane and hate BB and are actual like their brains are still here. They, uh, uh, they're furious. That's a really Israeli way to, to say that also. You yeah. go, eh, the brains are the brain, still yeah. here. <laughs> Anyways, they're furious. Yeah, well, yeah, literal exact same. We're like the same person. Sounds like how people are talking about Trump in this country, too. I think so. Mm. That was always like, I mean, this is a conversation I've had a lot, which is like, I, because I, I, often when, I, this even happened, I was at a gay bar. I was at um, the Rosemont a few weeks ago. And it got brought up in conversation. I was talking to these two guys and they were like, so are you Zionist? <laughs> Which I am not saying I am or I'm not. I'm just, for me, I was like, it, it's so aggressive. Are you, you know? not? I'm like, I, I think it's, I love Israel. I think what's going on is crazy. Yeah, but to me, the question of Zionism is, do you think that Israel has a right to exist? No, of course, of course. I mean, yeah, of course. I, I guess I mean the current... No, this is derogatory version. What can be done about it, though? Because from the outside, it's like they're not even willing to like do what the UN says and perform an internal investigation. Right? You know, so that's what's like. There's that defiance is where they, where Israel loses people. Yeah. Like, and so I don't really understand how it gets better from unless that reform happens. I don't know from the outside how that can happen. It really is like you say, though, about like us with Trump, because like my queer friends there and my my cousins are all just like mortified. You know, they they have nothing to do with the with that line of thinking. And the country is like known by those actions, but they don't really represent people. Same with us right now. Yeah. But then (coughs) at some point, like that's what I've been thinking about with us. Like, okay, so with what you're doing, you're like the what to do. Uh, comedy and what was your other thing? Uh, LGBT. Oh, LGBT. Yeah. So are you like going out? Like, wh- where are you going out and like socializing? What are you covering? Um. Do you do the gay Jew stuff like the Hebrew? The I did once. Jason yeah. Littman's been on the show, and I don't want to have. Do you know him? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, uh. So when I moved to New York, I moved in with a Sephardic Jew from Brooklyn who grew up in like South Brooklyn. And so like a bunch of my friends are still Sephardic Jews from South Brooklyn who I made. Very hot. Literally. (laughs) Can I just say the hottest? And I did go to Israel. I got, I got a super Jewish deal to go literally from like this, like Jewish deal tweet, Twitter. I love it. I love this. Yeah. I got a $181 round trip ticket to go from Boston to Tel Aviv. (laughs) The catch was I was only there for like four and a half days. Okay. Okay, so it was like basically a long weekend. But um no, I mean I loved Israel. But we when Jason Littman who's like the like he runs the Hebrew events and does all these like gay Jew parties yeah. like homo toshin around Purim and <laughs> the high homo days gay in Jews September. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently yeah. their Christmas Eve is lit. Jubilee. Jubilee. Yeah. yeah Apparently yeah, it's like actually lit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
No, it's amazing. But we, when he came on here, we like literally surprise Israeled him, and oh then named God. the episode <laughs> "Surprise Israel." But I just didn't. We don't have to go down an Israel hole here. Oh, no, That's no. the end of it. We do it too much on the show. We don't have we to. We used about to do it. it too much on the show. We literally solved Israel. Like, it's, yeah. We 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 got to the point of what the problem is and how to solve it, which is. Uh, it needs to be a two-state solution. There's literally no other okay. way. Well, There's that's no other way for Israel to continue is. existing well, as Israel, not just in name. Okay, but long story short, I couldn't like talk about Israel and not mention what's happening there because it's like lit- it's really crazy what's happening crazy. right it now. It is crazy. This feels like a little like prophecy. It's like, ooh, don't make everyone around you like hate you and then yeah. attack you. Yeah, you know? it's so crazy that people who are really pro-Israel. I'm really pro-Israel. I'm Israeli, and it's my family. Right. And it's my people and my ancestral homeland. You feel it. It's fucking crazy. It takes a lot to get someone who's so hardcore Israel to be like, this I know can't Israelis are super cool. I love Israelis. Like yeah. some of my like closest friends are Israeli. Um, but people that I loved being in Israel and I loved the, I, I, I also sort of felt home there. Yeah. There's something really, I know it's like problematic and it's like pink washing and I know all of it. All right. Listen, no, no, I'm, I'm agreeing. I, yeah, the pink washing. I'm like, uh, you don't like that. I, I just think it's bull. It's I don't. I think it's bullshit. Yo, Do you have think you it's read? a real thing that no. it is with the no. intention <laughs> of bra- No, no, I don't mean is it real. Israel really is gay friendly, but is it is the PR or whatever the Sachi and Sachi campaign brand specifically Israel. not just like. Why is it wrong to advertise the fact that Israel alone in the Middle East is such a genuinely open gay friendly place? Yeah, I mean it's just. Uh, I Israel understand is not. Tel Aviv is. So what? So so Tel Aviv is semantics. Okay, so there but you Israel go. is not. If you go to Jerusalem, it's a much different story. Yeah, but Jerusalem's also not the whole of Israel. Israel in general. All is. right. Well, it's it's the power center. Trump's moving there, so like. But the Sachi well, and Sachi campaign was Trump, also like, like yeah, that's true. Tel Aviv pride, Tel Aviv. So yeah. if it were limited Tel Aviv, you'd still have a problem. It'd still be pinkwashing. I, I just think. Uh, I get it. I just think focus on Israel's doing plenty of shitty stuff. I don't think we need to make a roundabout argument about how the 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 good things it does are actually secretly bad things. Like, mm. I I just never understood that concept. Like, I don't know why there needs to be a conspiracy theory. It's like, yeah, America does good things and bad things. Let's deal with the bad things. I don't. But that's not a cons. I don't think that that's a conspiracy okay. theory. Only just, yeah. because. Of what I've read in like Sarah Shulman's Sh- Shulman's book about like her argument that Sachi and Sachi, uh, PR firm that was, uh, whose services were purchased by the state of Israel, right. to do this campaign brand Israel, identified gay men as the target. I'm not saying that right. it's wrong, but like they built a pride around that. That help. That's why there is the pride there. It doesn't mean that it no. Doesn't that matter. makes sense. I mean, it, it's God. but everything comes back to capitalism. I'm not. That's not yeah. unique to Israel. That's, that's true my of thing. Everything. It's like yeah. I just feel like every single country does probably does some version of that. You know, a hundred percent. And you're also right, Karen. It's not. I mean, apparently Beirut has like its own thing with gay people that's pretty cool but it's i still think in terms of legal tel aviv, action yeah not even tel aviv i just think okay yeah so it's only in tel aviv and but legally i think israel makes a lot i'm not saying they're in great shape in terms of you know marriage rights and stuff but mm-hmm. it's safe it's fine i mean 
Israel's fine. It's relatively a safe place for gay people. It is relatively a safe place for people. And a lot of the arguments... I don't know. I struggle with uh, ...that annoy me are... Of course. No, no, no. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. But there's arguments that I don't accept because they make it seem like Israel's the only one. I have a problem with that. Like, Israel... Jordan is, like, not good with gay people, actually. Where Mm. in the entire Middle East... Point to another... Point to a country in the Middle East that's better for gays than Israel. Right. Yeah, you can't. So, but yeah, but it's just like... Yeah, Israel sucks in a lot of... It's like, they do suck. So, like, let's just... Uh, yeah, I, I don't need to, like, go through every receipt of what every single aspect of the country and, like, these are the good, these are the bad. Like, let, it's fucked up. Of course, Where did you, grow you just up deal with it. I grew up in Houston. Oh, Houston. Mm. Yeah. Oh, is there a big Jewish community in Houston? Huge. Huge. But they suck. Where? <laughs> I, just I know, but like, the huge Jewish communities everywhere kind of suck. suck. <laughs> what do Jews do in it's Houston? So Oil? Jews are so... Fucking irritated uh, the by Jews. Medical centers there too. Oh yeah, yeah. My friend grew up like in medical center in that like yeah. area. Yeah. Where'd right. you go to school? I went to school at Emerson in Boston. Oh, that's where I'm from. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I Why went we to high all school not far from person? there. Okay. Actually, cool. Um, you. Downtown. David are a weird baby of this show. Like, wow. <laughs> you're kind of a mishmash of me. Child of the show. All me. My Israeli shit, my Jew shit, whatever. Uh, yeah. My preference in men. And Tommy and my his preference, preference in men. In men. <laughs> <laughs> what did you study? What did you major in at Emerson? Um, God, Emerson sucks. I majored in <laughs> writing, literature, and publishing. <laughs> the more we talk Yo. to you, the more it's an honor we <laughs> got on this list. No. Like, Jews suck. <laughs> I know. Emerson's garbage. <laughs> Trash. Trash. <laughs> Amazing. I in LA. It Number sucks. 11, it's like a huge accomplishment, actually. I know, yeah. I didn't grill you, crush you. <laughs> we had a good energy, I'd say, right off the bat over email. <laughs> Does Emerson suck because Boston sucks or independent? Do you like Boston? Or I did not like both? Boston. I did not like Boston. Were you there four I years? I did not. I was there. I like reduced my stay. I like did a semester online and then I did my last semester in LA. Three years. That's a long time in Boston. Yeah. I, I did not like it there. Three school years. It's, I, I mean, I'm from there. I think it's a really fucking brutal place. (laughs) Yeah. I really, I I really struggle with Boston. I don't really like brutal in a more Boston way. I don't like to go back there very often. I like it triggered when I step into Boston. It is. It's fucking brutal. I said I would only (laughs) return there if I'm like a famous author on a book tour. Yeah, you will be. Thank you. There you go. But, this is the year. Uh, that's a very Boston way to go back. Like very Matt Damon. Like I got a number. How do you like them apples? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody gibble hunting? Ah. That yeah. would have gone over really well in Boston. Cause you know what Boston loves Boston and <sighs> anything about Boston. Mm, amen. Can I, this is so bitchy. Yeah. I went girl. to, uh, this is horrible. But after <laughs> the Boston massacres, people the, I went to school with who still lived in Boston, got really excited about branding Boston strong. Which Boston Strong is fine, but I was like, you all got really like you were. They, they posted those hashtags way too quickly, and I was like, Are you talking about the bombing? Yes, the massacre. And I was yeah, just yeah. like, Of course, the Emerson <laughs> people are just like, How can I? How can I make this about me in right. like a clever way? Because like, what no, they meant fuck was, you. they wouldn't mean Boston's Boston Strong. They meant I'm Boston Strong. And like, yeah, <laughs> look how brave I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I one more? Yeah. So <laughs> the girl I had my B'nai Mitzvah with. What's up, um, name? I also it's shared John one. It's a shared. It's a sh- oh. yeah. Paul Cowan. Was oh, John Benet Mitzvah would be such a funny drag name. So write it down. That's really good. <laughs> John Benet Mitzvah. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> Ten thousand percent. Please okay. continue. 
this uh, this is I shouldn't have talked shit about her. Anyways, whatever. Who John Benet? She what? She was like oh th- she was brutalized Jean by her Benet. family allegedly. She probably okay. the brother. Oh, right? I love Has that. Do you remember that sketch on Mad TV? Whenever they would bring out John Benet's parents, like they had Hollywood Squares <laughs> no. and they have John Benet's parents. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay, wait. Um. So all right. My name it's a partner after the Batman shootings in Aurora oh, there yeah. there was like this piece written about her Horrible. about how she was going to go to Batman that night but had a stomach ache and it's like okay that's I, I don't in a different state No or she was going to go to that theater but she had a stomach Your ache roommate No my former bar, bar mitzvah Oh ben partner. mitzvah yeah 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 And it's like I get it but also like she okay, was there It's okay. not like a st- you you shouldn't the, you don't need attention right now. It's the opposite of a story. Where is Aurora? Yeah. Illinois or Texas? Illinois. It is Illinois. Yeah. Anyways, that's over. Wow, no, that's that so was crazy. Good. But I remember that on nine eleven. Like I remember like what? kids. I remember on nine eleven seeing people in the hallway like screaming, crying, and being yeah. like, "This isn't about you." Like yeah. I mean, I get like, kids screaming and crying in my high school. I That's guess wild. yeah, it's traumatic. Like you shouldn't judge were kids. Not. But whatever. I was a fucking kid at the time. So. Oh, how old were you? Seventeen. I know. Oh, okay, I, I was I like agree. thirteen or something, and yeah, like yeah. people weren't freaking out yeah, like but that. I'm we didn't know what the fuck happened. We just didn't know what happened. We were like, oh, a plane thing happened. I don't know. And you were like, how old? You were a kid. I was like 11. seven. Yeah. Eleven. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, like not that age. young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's young. It's young. <laughs> It's yeah. It's yeah. it's number 11 out of 30. No, I mean it was yeah. But no, I I agree with you. I mean, I think no. everything now is so egocentric. I just think like even my own shit. I'm not discounting myself from that no, anymore. No, no, like, you're went right. I back and looked at my shit and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm doing the same thing as everybody else. I'm just like making myself like look a little no, for sure. better than I actually feel." I like my dream is to like go full Nan Golden, who's this like photographer who had this exhibit that I think everyone should look up called The Ballad of Sexual Dependency. Mm, which sounds hot. It's pictures that she took, and I think there's books too, um, but it's pictures she took of her friends just living their lives in like wow. the 70s and 80s in a lot of really intimate, honest states. She kind of invented, she's one of those like, there's another uh, photographer, Stephen Shore, who's on Instagram and great. But like that just takes like very honest pictures of daily life, mm. and um and like Nan Golden's were like her friends like with heroin needles sticking out of their arms <sighs> on the Bowery, and her friends having sex with one another, and her friends doing cocaine, and her friends celebrating children's birthdays, and every single thing that you can imagine all juxtaposed. It's the most powerful thing that I've like ever seen. Wow, almost of like for. for photography that i've ever seen because it just like where did you see it again it was at there was at moma in new york they played it because what she did she made these books but then also uh made a video made it made a movie Mm. of just a slideshow set to music that she edited uh and i think she did a couple of versions but what's the ego part the ego part is that like i don't think anybody does what 
it's possible that shows you that it's possible to like engage social media mm. in a way that's truly honest of course because you can see but none of us do but that that's purpose driven in a specific way because we to all have to art. work in yeah, capitalism exactly. but we also but 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 i think it's more than that it's like it's a it's a function of our biology so instagram is social media is like our Peacocking. it's like our fucking business card yeah, yeah. it's like it's not fucking yeah. business it's like our business card of fucking <laughs> oh my god i'm so fucking <coughs> not but you do it so you can fuck better. That's basically what it comes down to. What it's do you like mean even by your that? career, like fuck high as the, as good as you can. So my social media, yeah, I think it's relatively authentic, but it's definitely better than me. Like, right. I'm not I'm not like posting my shit first thing in the morning or when I'm sick or whatever. Like it's it's me yeah. good. Do you know what I mean? So eventually, even if it's like for career or whatever, just like to right. be social, it's social media. Yeah, it's my it's my business card of fuck. People are supposed to want to fuck me, even if that's not my explicit goal. Because I'm not like a super like body person on right. Instagram, but that's what it is for everybody. It's biology. She's doing her selfless. You're right. It's like not an ego thing. It's her work. That's different to me. Or maybe it's the same thing, actually. Well, I don't know. I mean, I just think that there's always an opportunity to be honest. But like, I do think like I'm not a socialist, but like I do think capitalism, the way that it just like there's a way that we could just use that as like to function a like for an economy to function but it really bleeds down into like behavior in a really crazy way yeah where we're constantly selling everything so like that's why i think capitalism's weird is because and why i think maybe socialism which is like more about like everybody just sharing right uh and then everybody being accountable to everybody else for like the upkeep of the pot that we're sharing from like, it, it's the same way that, like, a restaurant, I, I bartend, so, like, it's the same way a restaurant works. Like, we share the pool, so, like, everyone just regulates, and it's like, come on, we're all, like, making the same money. Like, do this. Like, you gotta, right. like, you get, whatever. That's the way that it could work, I think. But, anyway, but not to make that argument, like, too strongly, because I don't really know if I believe that either. I do think it trickles down to the way that we sell ourselves, and everybody has a brand now, and we're all just, like trying to like be something that we think other people want uh maybe to be fucked i don't know i'm like the thing that that i've been finding weird is like as larger movements and and things are happening people are using i'm gonna i i, I don't want to say this wrong i i just feel like i can't read another op-ed where people say like reading about this rape or this movie's problematic casting. How how does it affect me? And then it's like, so are we talking about this cultural issue or are we talking about how you were hurt so that you can now be famous or or, or mm -hmm. to give your brand purpose? And it's like, well, what what is this? What are we doing? Like, it's like we're not even having a conversation about actual issues or matters of consequence we're like having conversations about how we're having conversations yeah like having talking about how you feel about an issue is separate from talking about the issue yeah yeah and what's the point yeah well how do we encourage people to be more honest right and like not I, I don't know it's not about like critiquing right. necessarily or performance or whatever it's just about like encouraging and like you know like embodying and like celebrating the like 
places like Nan Golden, I'll say her name again yeah. so people can look her up because she really did transform something. I was also on mushrooms. It was January <laughs> 1st of 2017, so a year ago. Right. I ate mushrooms and like walked around to, and went to a bunch of museums and like used my ID NYC card, which gets you free museum memberships all over the city. Wow. It's amazing. Do you have to be registered to vote here? Uh, nope. And I don't really? believe that you... The point of it, when it was started by Bill de Blasio, uh, it was so that undocumented people would be able to get uh, an official ID that they could open a bank account with. Wow. Wow. Um, but now it's probably going to be used against the city at some point by Trump. I don't know. Who cares? Like, what can you say? <laughs> it's I mean, over. people care. I mean, it's all over. People anyways, care. But yeah. I, we can't, mean, I mean, who cares over? about our opinion on that? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, people who listen also us. But yeah, what do you too. mean? No, I, I just don't mean, like, derail we'll be it underwater <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> we'll be underwater <laughs> and, and um, Tommy and I will be in a Mike Pence p- concentration camp. Like, it's. Just Why just you guys? <laughs> oh, because you're gay. Yeah. So what? I've dabbled. You'll be a handmaid. I don't. I haven't read it and I haven't watched it. Did you see the musical, though? No. Okay. Handmaid Still the Musical is. I think the best show I saw this year. Whoa. It like it really was incredible. Parody? Yes. It's mm-hmm. brilliant. It's Marsha Belsky and Melissa Stokowski wrote it and they star in it with a really good cast. Why am I doing this plug right now? Um These are it's good to celebrate. No, it's on it's, it's on May tenth at, at Caveat. But I've actually been thinking I saw it like a month ago and I've been thinking about about it all. Yo, lot. it's it's happening again. Yeah, May tenth at Caveat. In New York City. In New York City, yeah. Fuck Hi, yeah. It, what day of the week is that? Um Do you know? It's, I think it's a this Tuesday. Is, yeah. Oh, well, I would like, I, to, I'm not we sure. should go to that. I would like or to see a, uh, a musical. Wait. I love musicals. That's my I'll favorite art form. I'll go for free. Form. Who said it? No, yeah, it's 100%. a Thursday. It's Thursday, my Even better. <sighs> I'll go, if it's free, I like know every comedy there. show exactly when it's happening uh, because of this like serial killer database in my head yeah, from do. Time Out. It's like the most useless skill. Anyways, mm. continue. Are you obsessed with it? Is that why you do it? No. Do you want to do it? Do you want to do comedy? Something's happening. I am crossing into something. I don't know what it is. Oh, so oh, now you're leaving cri- criticism and you're going to start. You're, are you sick of critiquing I never stuff? wanted to do this. I never wanted to do this. Yeah. I remember I was 20 and I was in college and I went on some stupid assignment for like the school paper to go see a press junket for Shutter Island. And I remember thinking underrated Scorsese. Yes. Movie. And they had like a panel where they were interviewing the cast. And I just was watching all the journalists like writing stupid Leo quotes down. And I just remember thinking, I don't want to be the person who writes about an artist. I want to just be the artist. But there's been a lot of breakdowns and it's fallen apart. And I've like turned on myself. This is always I ju- I, something I did for money. And it it's like, this was destiny. I didn't even want to. I wasn't. I wasn't specifically interested in writing the comedy section, mm-hmm. but like in the last year, I feel like I found my tribe, and I don't even know that I want to be a comedian. But mm, are you I'm doing open fun. mics? I'm like going to some shows. Like I have a set at uh, Double Plus Good tomorrow. Do you? And I did. Oh, what time? And fuck yeah! Tomorrow's yeah. today. Tomorrow's today. Okay, so, so you're talking about give the Wednesday, date. Wednesday, April 11th, uh, at Pacific Standard at 8 p.m. Okay, in New York City. But uh, I'm just go. having fun. That plug Friday, in. I'm doing Awkward Sex in the City, and like I did Queendom. I did like a weird PowerPoint. Are these storytelling or are these comedy? Show. What are they? 
uh, each one has been different. Oh, cool. You're just like trying everything. Every out. like that's great. And I don't really know. I don't really know what's going on. I always thought I wanted to write comic books, so I'm not. The point is, I'm like coming to life. I'm just not sure what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's Which amazing. It's amazing yeah. to watch someone's awakening. Right on time. Did you? That's your Saturn return. Saturn a return. A million percent. A lot of people are, are are blooming and blossoming and like yeah. hitting their stride right now. Did you get comedy fucked into you at any point? Because a lot. That's a lot of people get spermally transmitted. Karen speaking from intimate experience. Yeah. I mean, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I yeah. You did. Yeah, I think so I, I did. I it. That's it. No, you no, fucked the no, comic. No shame in that game. It happens Name a lot. names I've, immediately I've and end your career. Members no, of that <laughs> like community, but not uh, yeah. I uh, yeah. I think I've only made out you, with. Of comics. course you have. If you're attracted to comedy and comics as a personality of people, you fuck comics. But no, I'm not. I, I really am more attracted to like boring pieces of shit who live mm. in Hell's Kitchen. Genuinely, I am more drawn to them sexually. Comics, it's like oh he's so cute, and then. They hope you start talking to them and mm. the horror. The I mean, <laughs> actors are nothing like going on a it's first date and, and finding out someone is an actor. Do you, is, you, is you technically have to kill yourself. Oh, <laughs> what a sinking, just darkness. Yeah. I, you have to be out at that yeah, point. Yeah, kill yourself. You have right? to be out, yeah. I mean, you have no choice. Legally, you must kill yourself, yeah. yeah. It, there's no other, there's no coming back <sighs> from it. So you can't continue Jesus. the date. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'll I die. Do, by the way. I hooked up with this. He was really hot, but he was a hotel concierge. I like built a fantasy in my head around how he's like the world's greatest hotel concierge. <laughs> Fine. I, I, I will take any piece of shit, but actor, I was just actor. It's like, ooh, this is. Wait, was he a comic, the concierge? No, he wasn't funny. But was he? Did he do comedy? No, thank God. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He was okay. just because I know somebody. Okay, okay. Oh, that was classist. You called that a piece of shit, and you were talking about it. You could have been shit. It, it well, I'm just saying. It's not, it doesn't but mean. But that's the thing that I've been noticing in no, myself, know, too, but too. I'm going to call it out because someone else it who's is listening classist. is going to hear it. I guess I guess <laughs> what I meant to say was he acted like his shit did not stink and right. that he was like the world's greatest Virgo. He's mm. hot as hell, and it's like, okay, you're a hotel concierge. Like, You know what, though? Don't act like you're you know, the prime minister of Bosnia or something. No, but to be fair, Virgos have grown on me. Ugh. Gotta get away. <laughs> no Virgos ever? I am always want to have sex with Virgos, <laughs> and the sex is amazing, and then they are completely withholding and treat me like shit, so. Mm, very interesting costume, Could just too. be men <laughs> in <laughs> New York City. Gay men in New York all City. All men. Which I have, like, this, like, this whole thing about, like, how, like, gay men in New York City are just, like, really, like, a, what actually would happen if men were left to their own devices, like, if there's yeah. something about the way that, like, it's so male, I don't know how to explain it. I, that sounds... No, I know. ...tricky for people because I don't want to get into a whole gender thing, but, like... Get into a gender thing. Whatever, but there is something, like, about gay men in New York City on the app. Cis gay men that have... Uh, that are looking to have sex with other... It's... ...men. A few weeks ago, I did mushrooms and like I was mm. great, like ego death, loving it. First time, first time. Oh, and I wanted to go dancing, and I went to this gay party that I actually really like and that I think is beautiful. But I I was in such a sensitive place from the mm -hmm. mushrooms, and I could like feel just ego. I could just feel um, distance and harshness, 
and judgment from everyone in such a palpable i really got uncomfortable and i had to leave you're an empath yeah you can really really feel it It hits you physically oh my god david so much of what you're saying is like really resonating with me like when i was living in austin i was uh the theater critic at the austin american statesman amazing for like three years and i got really i remember one time i wrote that an actor's performance was so embarrassingly over the top (laughs) i wanted to crawl under my seat to save him the embarrassment of having it viewed in public and he quit the show the next day and the show had to close (gasps) and this is not like a broadway show this is like austin texas in the like east austin like warehouse district theater wow so like a small theater like had to close the production and my uh, someone at the newspaper wrote to me and said congrats on your first kill uh, is that a thing? In no, your I don't world? know. No, no, in no. Your world? I think it was one person. <gasps> I don't think it is a necessarily. Wow. I don't think that's industry standard. Okay, have you had? Any I'm not. That's, kills though. That is my experience. No. I'm not trying to say no, no, no. But I'm not trying to say anything about critics because there are critics that I'm sure are much more <gasps> professional than that. But for me, I had the same crisis where I had to like leave and go be an artist rather than write about other people's art. yeah and it's like so interesting to hear your experience going to the dance party because one of the first times not the first time but the i think the last time i did mushrooms in austin before i left i lived there for like over five years mm. uh and i'd only done mushrooms a handful of times i've only done in my life um but this time I went and walked all over the city and ended at uh, Elysium at this 80s dance party. Mm. And I really wanted to dance. And I remember there was like a fog over the crowd because there was a fog machine. And it felt like the ego felt like hell. Yeah. But it was like probably I, I realized something in me like I couldn't get past something to let me go dance. Mm. And I thought about that moment like honestly repeatedly in the intervening like wow probably 12 years about what that moment meant when i walked into the dance party and i couldn't approach the dance floor there was something about it yeah well that's always stayed with it really is kind of a leap of faith too going in there you're Mm -hmm. just like i'm gonna expose myself okay but but i'm i mean i'm the same i'm so closed off and i'm so you know i've been thinking about this a lot like I always judge women uh, that I've worked with because I always feel like I, I always hear from women that I've worked with. Oh, I don't like her. I hate her. Mm -hmm. And I always, I'm always like, God, women in the workplace are so horrible to each other. But like, I'm really not nice to other gay men in my office. Like Mm -hmm. I am just Mm -hmm. on guard and I don't trust them. And I am, I guess I'm worried deep down that there's only room for one of us. And like, I will do anything. And it's like, it's horrible. I, I, no, I'm so ashamed that I act like that. With but that's what my, that is. That's literally yeah. what that is. Because it's not that necessarily there's room for one of you. But in a way, you guys are occupying a similar spot. Definitely. So you're not really wrong to see it that way. That's like nature. And it's like, it would be reckless of you not to. Yeah, but I just, I don't that's know. That's capitalism. <sighs> it's because you can only sell. Capitalism's also how life is structured. But that is because you work for corp- you work for corporate media, right? Yeah. Okay, so you work for corporate media. Corporate media decides what's sellable. And so what's sellable is like gay men's voices to a point. So there's only so many of them in the city that they can probably employ. There's probably like a very like 
capitalist reason for this. This is how it happens. It starts because the market will only support so many or but the market reflects people's capacity to support something people's demand or the appearance of something where where they have to meet certain quotas because if they don't then it becomes bad PR so they they have to do certain things like whatever it is that like makes it so that people are I mean I'm not I'm not speaking out against quotas Jesus Christ but I think they're important. I went to a high school that had them and then had them dismantled. Like I've seen, I know quotas, but, uh, and I don't, I don't have an opinion, but all I'm saying is I see I'm such a pussy about like how it's going to sound. I don't care. Whatever. My point is, is that there's probably like a capitalist reason why no, you feel that. I no. think that cause I feel it too. I think it's about, but also fact sexual. that we were like basically alone in, in high school or middle school or whatever. And we had to like do anything we could to get love and acceptance and we were and now we don't trust that it can be you know the wealth could be spread and i assume with women it's about um i mean i can't speak for women no, but please assume go on <laughs> i guess it's a sense of no one help me because you know the system is broken and women are conditioned not to to lift each other up and so many women have been left behind that i'm gonna have to do this alone i don't trust you know, I can't really trust that she might take my place or something like that. There, it is. It, it's, it's part of that. Yeah, exactly. There is something in what you said. It's not. It's not that no one helped me. Like women actually do, as human beings, just help each other all right. the time. There's right. women I look up to who have really gone out of their way. Like women who are like almost in a mentor capacity right. that I really appreciate. And like I also try to pace it forward. But, but there is also exactly what you said. There can kind of not only be one, but. There's a lot of us, and a lot of us are quite similar, right? right? Like, with varying degrees of talent or whatever, there's so many variables. Like, there really is a thing of, not just for career and public consumption of what people want from women, right. where there is just limited room, but for men. Like, we're competing for basically the same men. Like, it's right. the ones at the top. And somebody said this, I'm going to get, somebody's going to get mad at me because, oh, my friend Bill, Bill Batiste. Um, a comic he he said this like women I've heard this before it didn't come from it but women can't fuck down career wise right so if you're at the top of your career or you're high yeah, up that's true you kind of you have to fuck higher up than you or someone who does your same right. job but really if you're successful better right, right. someone higher richer whatever older like Men never have that restriction. Straight men, right? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not, a man can fuck. It, it's not about that. It's about, like, make me look good, have my baby. So, gay men too. So, yeah. Yes. Like, well, there you go. So, it's like. But gay men are both. So, women that's are what's so limited in that. About gay men. And that's what I think is actually like. So, we are not just competing in the way that women probably compete, where it's for the same slots or the same men. Mm. Right. Because women in New York City, I can only speak for that, really. Seem single women in New York City seem to all just be telling me the same thing that there are no men here. Oh yeah, there that's what I hear. I know so many women here who have become involved with other women, not out <laughs> of like a, oh it's been a secret desire of just like I'm done, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which isn't say like oh they gave up so they became lesbians. It just meant when like New York does that to you. I know a lot of women who are like. I don't want to say I'm bisexual. I don't want to say I'm queer, but I can't imagine women who are trying to date at a level are outnumbered by men. Yeah. So the men have just like so much more 
so many more options. Right. It's um, a literal supply and demand thing. And the women here are such yeah. fine quality. Like, yeah, whatever. There's potatoes and a lot of them. But overall, the quality of the women and the effort that they put in, even women who are like average here are pretty good like not just oh, good looking yeah. put together women with jobs but mm-hmm. like who will keep a home and cook and do like the women here are quality and they're hot and even and there's a lot of ones who are exceptional quality and exceptionally hot and we're all just walking around with them to be a loser in new york who's halfway cute you have to work so fucking hard and there's like three yeah. men <laughs> same as gay men i think actually really but it's the both yeah there's amazing quality men here there's yeah depending on true. what you want to get amazing. there like if you want to go just aesthetic there are like they're those everywhere like ivy league swimmer bodies all over the fucking and place. different shapes and colors Ooh. everything anything everything. you want anything you anything you want to look at but maybe not ever touch like and yeah some things that i understand as who i am and the way that i look are untouchable i've internalized that right um part of it is that i've dated one guy that I think was like a real genuine 10 and I had panic attacks the entire time. I couldn't fucking handle it. It was like going into the club and trying to dance. I was like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. There was too much ego involved in it. Wow. It was probably my own thing. It was probably like, I can't trust myself to be with somebody that I know everyone else is going to want as much as I want him. (sighs) It was like hard for me. So I think we play both sides, like the male and the female thing that we're talking about in like, that dynamic and yeah like so I, I don't know but i also think i don't know yeah it's hard it's hard to look at all the squares i don't have the apps anymore yeah i don't either i can't imagine i'm really bad with all i mean i'm very unhirable i'm really bad with resumes and cover letters so like i mean it's a nightmare with them i feel the same way when i was on the apps i was like what the fuck am i how am i convincing them that they're going to like me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, like I, it's yeah. And also New York, it is so easy to meet men IRL. I meet men everywhere. Not like, Oh, I'm meeting so many men right now. I just mean in terms of where I've met men over time. It's crazy. How much of it involves alcohol? <sighs> you know what? I, I, I not much, honestly, mm. Like I got the number of the guy who works at the Waffles and Dingles by by Times Square <laughs> by <hot>. Bryant Park. <laughs> That's a, you know, but yeah, I, I yeah a I'm dingle. not a big drink. A dingy, uh-huh. a dingle, a dingle. I think it's called dinges. Dinges. <laughs> <laughs> What's a dinge? I don't know what that is either. It's like a. It's like a topping. So I've been told. Oh, God, it's like waffles good. and waffle shit is basically what it's called. It's great. It's fucking good. He was really cute, but he didn't really speak English. It didn't. We so didn't. he was perfect. I, I was like ready, but he, the texting, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. But yeah, anyways, no communi- New no York, I just feel yeah. like everyone is kind of game. You just have to like do it. You put the game. Yeah, it's probably game. true. You have to show that. It's the same thing Karen was talking about. Oh, probably out off the air, not on this episode. But you had said something previously about like women uh, want to be dominated by a man. Mm. And I think that New Yorkers all strive to dominate, but also the flip side of that, because we all have balance, the desire, at least for balance. That's interesting. Is that we also want to be dominated. 
Uh, yeah. So it's about finding that good balance. New Yorkers are switchy mm-hmm. as fuck. Everybody's got their mad dominant thing because you have to to just survive here. Mm-hmm. Really put your foot down on everything. Like this is the sandwich I want. Can you please move over? Like everything, right? Mm-hmm. At work, you got to crush it even if you suck. And then you desperately, the more you're here, want to not have to do that for a second and get a break from it. Whatever that is, right? Like you take a gym class or whatever, right? Like some, you got like, I love yoga because someone literally just tells me what to do. I like even like in personal training things. I also just like someone to like choke me a little during sex because I'm like, thank you for just taking control of it. It's not even for, you know what I don't like? I like when they're doing it. I like when they're doing it for them almost where it's like, I want to I like, I love you and love having sex with you, but I want to hurt you a little bit. I just want to hurt you a little bit. And then I go, oh, so this is what you want to do to me. And you're imposing your will on me. And it's a little dirty and weird and makes me excited. By all means, let me just take a vacation. I remember one time that I was hooking up with this guy and I was like asking for his consent a lot for things. I kept saying, is this cool? Is this cool? Is this all right? And not a lot, but like I asked a few times and he, not in like a crazy way where like every kiss I was like, are you okay? Was that a rape? Do you feel assaulted? Am I, am I in the clear? Um, <laughs> still not rape, still not rape, still not rape. <laughs> and he's like rape. And you're like, no, no, take these back. Too late. <laughs> Didn't hear you that time, bitch. <laughs> um, but I remember him saying to me that. He was like, it's really unattractive when you ask me if the, if that's cool. He was right. like, I'll tell you if it's not cool. So I sort of have been like letting this idea gestate in the back of my brain that I'm terrified to bring out into the public. But that like, I don't really think gay men rape each other very much. At least this is what I will say. It's been shaded because I, I actually think that there's like top bottom shit that happens. I'm trying to divorce myself of like that sort of approach to sexuality, like top bottom. Right. It's like, because I one time told a guy that I worked with that I was the top and he was like, I really don't understand guys like you. And he was like really (laughs) so disgusted by that. Um, But I, I don't know if gay men don't rape one another or if it's just different the way that it occurs. But I think largely with two men, I, Correct me if I'm wrong, but generally, like, my experience is, like, a lot of consent is negotiated before you even walk in the door if you're just hooking up. I'm not talking about... It's valid. I'm not talking about interpart... Like, I'm not talking about, like, intimate partner violence. That's different. But, like, uh, like casual hookups, a lot of it's been negotiated. Uh, and if it hasn't, if it's, like, a first date, it's, like, usually pretty drunk. And, like, I would say most of the time. Well, there's some consent that's doesn't need to be signed in triplicate like if you're there to regular hook up with someone you guys both pretty much know what that's gonna entail then you're there and you're pretty much consenting there's like a lot of ways to know if someone's consenting you don't think so no i do i guess i just wish because to me it's like if you're if you're gonna be like look this is a little outside the norm i don't think are you okay with it the problem is i don't think everyone gets the chance to make an educated consensual choice because they're fucked up because they don't know better. I mean, well, I just feel like mean? they don't have self worth. Is that a morals argument? Their self worth, and also like I, when I was in high school, I never had a boyfriend. I was I was never like, 
kissing and holding hands at the movies. I turned 18 and I was basically like thrown into a hypersexual adult economy and suddenly was I was told I was a bottom. This is what you need to do. Like the the first guy I kissed, I gave him a blowjob that night. I had no like That's hot. It Just was kidding. not Is <laughs> that summer camp? Um anyways. I'm just so into trauma, sorry. I get, yeah, I, I guess <laughs> Gets me. No, I agree with you. I mean, it's of course with gay men, even the idea of a grinder hookup is I'm going to a complete stranger. I mean, no one on earth, even besides me, knows where I'm going right now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to his house to Facebook knows. Yeah, but it's not like if if I disappeared, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. It's not like anyone. Where the fuck am I going? Anyway, after the fact. So yeah, that is. It's crazy. I mean, it's like. There, th- you're right. There is a huge amount of implicit consent. I guess I just wish, I wish there was something, some kind of code we could learn, and then you can build up to it. Or it's just, it's, it's crazy now. I just think like, I, I don't want to keep rambling, but I just no. Like, one time a guy, I'll tell you, one time a guy came here, and he was like at the library up at Grand Army Plaza, which Here's is not Tommy's too far. Here's Tommy's house in case you don't follow our yeah. stories. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. See you in 20 minutes. And he came over and he was like, at the library, he was like, I want you to like tear my asshole apart. Like really Whoa. graphic. You know, like I was like, fuck yeah, that's, that's what hot. I want too. Yeah, Let's yeah, do yeah. it. That's what we all want. I'll fucking split you in half. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> Because there is something really hot about that. There's that one side where it's like the, the like Sex the primal violent. need of. Yeah. yeah, but like I'm not saying it's right, but I respond to that primal sort of like nasty fucking like, yeah, let's just like have like. And dirty, it's them dirty taking sex. power too. totally. Both mm-hmm. of us. They're like, yeah, it's the give and they take want it. Yeah. He got here and I uh, put my hand up to lightly choke him while like I was like standing behind him and kissing him and we were both naked and uh, I like didn't like he was like oh yeah yeah i just am not into choking he like reacted he was like yeah it's yeah. just like a thing for me i'm just like really really not even like a little bit into it and uh like a few like 30 seconds later my hand touched his neck and he was like yeah i'm sorry i can't do this <gasps> wow yeah it was like and he just that like immediately walked out and i was like did i just rape that guy i like couldn't believe that that had happened but then the more i thought about it and like took my ego out of it um because i think with like mushrooms there's before and then there's after for sure for everybody and everyone who's done them kind of gets the before and the after for sure um and i was able to like really like feel the experience of what had happened i was like oh that guy just like really brought a whole trail in with him uh and like asserted the boundary in front of me like it was kind of an amazing thing to experience that i like now but it's so amazing you can see that and like totally be not be that too triggered that's amazing also it sounds like i he felt didn't like do i it. raped him i felt like i but had, did like, he do it in like a freaked out triggered way or yeah, was yeah it? totally oh he did no, he was oh, completely like, freaked out. he was like oh, i'm sorry wow, i can't wow, do this wow, i can't wow. do this yeah, yeah yeah so he he has a trauma he's reacting to it's not you didn't inflict I'm a trauma you didn't know percent yeah Totally. What did you say? Yeah, I really like, I think I'm similar. I like, Mm. I really want to do a lot of freaky shit, but I'm like so tense unless I really trust the person. Totally. And, and I, yeah, all of. It's wrong to be that way. Everything in the gay world, it's based on porn. I mean, it's like, Mm. it's just. 
not uh, realistic. Hundred. Which is anyway. well, you know, straight people complain about that all the time, and yeah. I mean, they, there yeah. is a there is a point to it, right? Like, porn, obviously, like a lot of us, especially our age, saw porn, and that was our sex education. Like, I didn't know what fucking I knew. I knew intellectually, but I just like didn't know. I thought a man stuck his dick in a woman wasn't totally clear on how that was supposed to right. work, and then they just hugged and fell asleep. I, that was the explanation I got in it. A p- penis goes in a vagina. Babies are made. I didn't know about all the wiggling about. Right. <laughs> I didn't know about all the back and forth and the hemming and hawing and right. <laughs> left is right and up and down. I did not know. And porn was like a huge. And then I was like, oh, that's it. Like, yeah. that's not just like a little motion. I was like, this is wild behavior from people. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just like, oh, yeah, that's what you do, I guess. No, I in that re- regard, I of course, I love it. But I mean, <laughs> Gay culture, the celebrities of gay culture are porn stars. Gay culture. We know friend of the show, Colby Keller. Friend of good. He's been on our show, show twice. He announced right. he was voting for Donald Trump. And on it was our considered. Show. Don't forget it. Right, and that's uh-huh. huge. I think about Everyone that all the time. Everyone missed it. You know why? Because a fucking straight white woman stole the story. Anyway, yes. I can't go on about anyway, it. The story every broke day. on but the show. But I've had yeah. so many conversations with gay men <laughs> about that exact issue about. Can you believe he's a Trump supporter? Can't watch his porn now, and it's like yeah, you will. He's you're a gonna porn watch it and you're gonna star. Jerk off harder because it's gonna feel wor- it's gonna feel dirty. But why is it so, it's so like, naughty? So to you're gay gonna men, do we it. don't have anyone else. Like yeah. uh, we're now getting drag queens, drag queen celebrities. What are you talking about? They actors, put every single gay white actor in that play on Broadway. I know they're right all. The, it's like kind of a target, what play? But, What's happening? Who's um, happening? What's what? It's what so kind white. of a target? What do you mean? No, I just. You know, you there's not the that many is? white gays in Hollywood mm-hmm. acting. They put all of them in one play. What's the play for fuck's sake? That is such like a Holocaust Jewish way. Thing. I literally was what like, that's the, the Jewishest. It's called the the boys, boys in the, the band. band. I mean, I've never felt so disrespected Sorry. in my it, life. The ads I forgot that you were here. Honestly, <laughs> my toxic pussy and I have been sitting here the whole time getting an answer. Your radioactive pussy. <laughs> there are two Girl, people of me. color in the show. There is a, a theater actor named, I believe, Michael Benjamin Washington, who's great. And another theater actor, uh, Robin DeJesus, who was in Camp, a great gay mm. movie. So That's it's a classic. And it's a Ryan movie, Murphy production. Which makes so it immediately racist and horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, he also, he has a type. So it's not just every, it, it's like. Matt Bomer. They all look exactly the same. Yes. It's four white gay actors, you mm. know, who all look exactly. Jim Parsons. Weird. Yeah. Who else? Oh my god! I saw Spock. Jonathan Groff when I was not in girls, it. and he was gorgeous. And Who? he's not in it. Who's Jonathan Groff. Not in oh, okay, he's okay, not okay. in that gorgeous. play though. You know, you know he's not Jewish. Jonathan Groff uh, was. <laughs> that is a tragedy. Yeah. We need more. Jonathan Groff accepted an award at the Out One Hundred mm-hmm. from the woman who was in um, Renee Elise Goldsbury, who was in Hamilton with him. And after she gave him the award, immediately he announced that he was a platinum gay. Which is not just a gold star gay, meaning he's never had sex with a woman. His mom had a C-section. Oh, my God. Did you know that (laughs) implicitly or did you know that before? I just guessed. Yeah, good guess. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt So he never touched a pussy. (laughs) So it's like the most violent and like sort of misogynistic (laughs) joke you could make. It's so misogynistic. So funny. I know. It yeah. Is, yeah, but that's why it's so I know. goddamn funny. And like moments later, Janet Jackson was like wheeled out on stage and they like <laughs> propped her up and she like waved and said, like, love <laughs> again, my brother. Remember me? And it then she went so back into her like that cocoon. gay men are like, Yeah. Look at me, I've never touched a woman, never touched one of those. And it's like, 
okay. I mean, they're like, yes, queen. It's, it is the same <laughs> as when straight guys are like, no, I'd never touch a guy. But it's it's the same, just like. But and we then do. And then two seconds later, there, there's a penis in their mouth. It's but just wild you. behavior going on. That same thing. <laughs> thank you. Pl- yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm just kidding. Not all straight men. No, do it's just. But some of them it's do. So weird. Yeah, it I is weird, know. but it's like people have different standards of genitals. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not gay, but like I did dabble once and it was totally yeah. fine. But I was really into just like one person in this one time, it's one exciting time. And then she was like super cool and down and hot and awesome. And we had a fun time. She was my fun friend. And yeah, cool. I guess that's as gay as I am. But I'm also like, yeah, ugh, pussy. I just feel like you, you should be. I feel like it would be more of something to show off that you've tried everything and done everything than I like, do feel very New York I'm pure, about it. I've never yes. touched. Yeah. It makes yeah. me feel super New York to have had that experience. For I'm sure. like, yeah, I'll do whatever. I'm like, not, not cause, cause I'm, yeah, cause I'm down to shit. Karen has pink hair right now. She looks like <laughs> she's on that TV show, the runaways about like <laughs> teen superheroes. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. I don't know Thank this show. Thank you for calling me. <laughs> <laughs> he called me Karen yeah. will live to be 600 yeah it's yeah. gonna be a Game long way gay self regulate though one of the things that that <laughs> does that like toxic I can't get in anywhere by the way without an ID it's amazing go ahead pink hair no I, it's like not I, happening I, w- I walked Same. into a beer hall the other day in, for my friend's birthday and was not even not even not carded. I went to get it, and he was like, "Don't bother." <laughs> oh my god! And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna. F- I hate you." But I was with a woman who took it much harder. I think harder. it's facial hair, though. I mean, yeah, probably. I, like, wh- that's why I grew it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because otherwise, I, I am just a baby. Mm-hmm. Anyways, continue. You are you are so so young looking. Like you're really gonna look young for a really long time. Yeah, for a mm-hmm. hundred years. Yeah, for gay men years. so like regulate in the community. Cis gay men, oh like, my god, do not step out and be bisexual. Unless you are like mm. a big black man, they're the only ones that I know that like put it on their profile that they're bisexual. Anyway, um, you think it's for show? Are black men? Or yeah. You think it's for real? No, if it's for real, it's like accepted. It's like given a pass. But I think that like you don't. It, there's no bisexuality. There's really no, no there's wiggle not. room. It's like super hyper male. The way that it's all so being like ew gross pussy is like a way of like. Sort of ensuring that nobody tries to muddy the waters, mm. so it's to speak. True. It's true. It's another it. biology mm-hmm. business card. It's like yet another thing of like, here's more what I'm trying trends. to attract. Here's the kind of dick I want. I want dick that's totally straight, straight as an arrow. Wants this pussy. I reserve the right white. to dabble. I mean that. Yeah. Huh? The the race thing is obviously such it's so idiot it's it's idiotic to even talk about it but it's so mm. huge it's not idiotic i just like i don't have anything to say about it and i, I mean maybe oh you i think it's jewish uh, no 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 i just mean like it's so beyond a cliche at this point about how racist the, the entire gay power structure is especially in new york mm. that it's like there we go it's boring to even for me to even remark on it i'm sorry that i, I didn't mean to no it's that. totally not we get into it's it it's just like it's crazy well i think that it's reflective of New York. Yeah. I think that the gay power structure is reflective of all the power structures in New York, which are overwhelmingly white in any industry, in media. And and I'm not talking about like necessarily the representatives. PR maybe actually is a place that's doing much better because people like to see people that are diverse, but Mm. actually to be managed. That's also a New York thing. People like to see that here. People like to see it, but to actually like be managed by people who are 
not white is like very uncommon. I it's would very say. uncommon. Yeah, but mm-hmm. in terms of gay culture generally, like I, I mean, again, it's like the entire culture is based around porn. So dominant culture, yes, gay dominant culture, right? But it all steals though. You have to unlearn. It's that. like rock and roll. It's like literally everything. It's like all just stolen from like black people. So like all the shit that's like gay culture really comes from mainly gay black men. I would say, or like queer black people in general. Sure. But like the, the vernacular, right? Right. Just the way that we speak, it all basically comes from Paris is Burning, which all basically comes like from Shade. But what's the vernacular like? Shade. No, like literally oh, like, oh. The, like the lexicon, like the, the, <laughs> uh, the words the that we're movie. using, <laughs> like the like the things that yes, we agree queen. on is gay. Yes, Honey. we work. Yeah, it either comes from RuPaul or mm. or Paris is Burning yeah, or Paris is Burning by way of RuPaul. Like RuPaul right. has really changed the landscape in that way. Like he's infected the way we speak and the way that we meme and the way that like people communicate online. Because if you like were on Twitter, like the first people to be using GIFs were black people, and mm. I just assume probably queer black people. Because they always are, that's where it seems like most culture comes from anyway. I feel like the first gifts were queer black people. Like, you yeah. know, those like, like you know, when you see on the news, somebody like whatever, like those were the first gifts of yeah. people being funny, being interviewed on the news who bike by accident. That was all oh, like shit. queer gay shit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's also fine. I mean, the dominant white gay culture, uh, Matteo Lane always talks about this and I think it's so interesting. It's like, there weren't there are no gay comedians, gay male comedians, because gay men wouldn't support them. I mean, I I'm a gay man. I don't know any Adam Lambert songs because it's like we don't tolerate that. But Sam Smith's different. It's that Sam Adam Smith Lambert, is part of something new. Okay, yeah, but that's that's really because then? Adam Lambert sh- is doing what he should be doing, which is touring with Queen. But even Sam Smith his music isn't wasn't very good. gay within the gay community. I don't think there's that much love for Sam Smith. It's always about either loving women or loving porn stars or it can be drag queens. Now it's changing and I think again that comes from RuPaul and from black queer culture where we're starting to see black uh, not black queer male stand-ups queer male well yeah etc etc booster yeah i think that's part of something new though because now there's there are more gay men who are willing to do that kind of acceptance and not be playing into the white Mm -hmm. body-based competition Sorry, that was a long ramble. No, it was perfect ramble. Okay. Well, listen, if AIDS taught us anything, it it's that, like, it it's taken like two and a half generations for gay men to start to dominate in the arts again. Did gay men have always yeah. dominated? That's this isn't new. It's that we were wiped out, mm. right? Because no one cared that we Same were dying. Cheers, by the way. Continue. Amen. Yeah. Um. But, you know, like the Holocaust doesn't excuse what's happening in Israel is all I no, want to no, no. say. No, no, no. I just mean like to all my a, beloved they, like, Jews, they my wiped beloved out chosen people. We don't have to go here. <laughs> but like they wiped out Jews and then we still. Yo, I know. I went to Auschwitz this summer. I went on like, a, no, not the summer, two summers ago. Like I've like I've, I was obsessed with the Holocaust. I'm not diminishing it at all. No, no, I don't care about that. I just I question if it really happened. But no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but same with AIDS. I get what you're saying where it's like, OK, they they like did a genocide on us. And in such a short amount of time, we 
gave we're, we're we've resurrected their Should culture for such them. a short amount of time for people who also don't bear children like the jews repopulated by right. with their pussies and we're, like mm-hmm. that's what's also so wild it's just like that's a short amount of time you know for the that. first yeah, openly right. gay this is the thing an interesting fact the first that nobody in the gay community commemorated which i think is really interesting um that i saw really but the first openly gay comic to appear on the tonight show with johnny carson mm. was a guy named bob smith mm. uh, and he wrote books and he was a stand-up and he sort of came up with like judy gold i think mm-hmm. uh, that generation um and he passed away from als maybe three mm. months ago um and it was in the new york times and uh, people noted it like comics noted it yeah but gay people didn't really know it. Um, it wasn't an AIDS death, so I guess that that's different for us. Uh, maybe we don't know how to like, not we, you and me. I think you, me and like probably even more so you, as we have like uh, only seven years between us. But no, like, but gay generations are, it's, it's vast. But just like, yeah, especially just because our generations probably, you grew up with a little bit more of the internet than I did. And but just a little bit. I'm 27, my roommate's 23, and I consider her mm. as a queer person like light years beyond me mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I, I think just the amount of progress that's happened and totally. technology grinder the how internet, would you say right. that you're more regressive than she is her concept so she's trans and she's latina she's incredible anyways her concept of did you feel like you had to say that she's incredible after you said she's trans and she's latina possibly i mean not that she's not incredible right. i'm not saying that but like it's the it's the impulse uh, for people that are considered that consider themselves or are considered by other people for to sure. have more privilege, which we do. Um, but yeah, no. When I moved, when she moved in as my behavior. roommate, I do think that I showed it off. Where I was like, mm. my new roommate, she's amazing. She's a club kid. She's trans. She's mm. Latina. And well, it's like, okay, well, you sprinkled on there. Yeah, that is yeah, amazing. So and it, yeah, it's definitely <laughs> fucked up. I it's agree. a feather in your. I mean, you can weird. you can go around high fiving people. And that's your roommate. She is a club kid. <laughs> But yeah, her concept, just like her, um, the amount of freedom, which I know is hard earned. It's not like it's easy for her, but the amount of freedom she has in terms of gender and sexual sexuality. I mean, I'm 27. I am just now becoming a top because I was convinced that I wasn't enough to be a top or I was Mm. too young looking or whatever. How tall are you? I'm 5'9". So yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe just getting there now. For her, it's like, you know, it's like I'm kind of a, a pawn and she's like she's like a queen. She can move anywhere on the mm. board. Mm. Or at least that's how I perceive it. It is like a whole generational thing, though, that's like, I'm, I think that it's probably super amplified because this is a whole, like, sphere of, se- like, all these variables of, like, yeah. sexuality and gender and da-da-da. But, like, I see it, too, like, with people coming up like even just like high school kid like these parkland yeah. kids what you're talking about Quantum this movie. confidence this oh, I confidence we were make sure. the confidence well but 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 the thing when i see them that strikes me is like it took me this time and granted whatever i'm like comedy is its own thing you're putting yourself out there and you got to be funny you got to provoke a specific reaction da 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 but still when i was that age i wouldn't have stood up and in front of cameras being that comfortable i've never seen confidence like that on kids and it really is something of my generation which is 
this generation of us doing this right now. It's not like these are these are just young adults. Like we didn't have that. We just didn't have that. And maybe it's from like watching shit or what YouTubing shit or put, putting yourself out there yeah. on social or whatever. But or being told like it's always okay what you are. Everything blah, 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 blah. like I didn't really have that either. We grew up in the nineties, which were mean. But the 90s I were do a mean think. Time. I think that just as the gay, the queer generation that's coming up didn't grow up in the in AIDS, with a with the AIDS crisis, obviously AIDS is still prevalent. I think this generation of kids that are coming up didn't grow up with nine eleven, and right. obviously they have their own set of traumas, which include like the recession and Trump, which is going to be its own catastrophe. It is. We well, I think it's been alright so far. With nine eleven, I, like I think China. it's like a whole nother set of I like the way he talks to China. Way yeah. The way he's dealt up. with Agreed. Asia all around, actually. I think that the Asia stuff is like really profound. I think that the thing that he does, which is make a big threat or whatever and then walk it back as a negotiation tactic, is what his presidency has done for the American presidency. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think Trump we're going to have been, much more of his presidency, though. I think, I think that we the are. Democrats, and I think that in the, f- the, the next Democrats one after are him, be able to impeach him. I, I don't think they're going to impeach him. I think gerrymandering won't. But, but who knows? Yeah. I think that yeah. after he is out of office you're right the world is going to see the american presidency as a kind of like ooh, well what are they going to do because the last one was all bluster and whatever and that's going to be i think a positive for us where we're like no we're normal now where we learned our lesson we're reasonable whatever but Mm. also we reserve the fucking right remember us like we could even Mm. do go half that crazy and you're not going to like it i don't know i I think he's a nightmare. Mark I don't want to. I don't want to. No, get not even him. I just think about. I think about Mitch McConnell. I just think like there are such reptiles everywhere. No, I know, but I'm being kind of grim. I get what you're saying, and I agree. I just think like this is the thing about gay culture that crossed over. What? Yeah, probably. To so just bring it back to like what we were talking about earlier, though, is how like a person's politics are so used against them in the gay community. Certainly. It's probably true of all of New York, but like really in the gay community as a whole, I would say people's yeah. politics are really held against them. I did a story on trans comedians and it was so great. I really loved all of them and they were, they all had such amazing things to say. But I think I interviewed seven. I think five out of seven apologized to me at one point. They didn't apologize. They said you know, they were just explaining their experience and then there would always be a moment where they'd say, but you know, I, I'm, I'm, I have it easy. I pass or I'm white or whatever. It could be much worse. I know it could be much worse. And it's like, of course it could be, but it almost became this moment where people were apologizing to me. Are you identifying that specifically to trans people? No, I'm just saying in the that queer we're saying community it? No, because in that's, I think when you get into like really safe queer spaces where like you know so much of society is so abusive to trans people yeah then there's you're they're using that to self-abuse i agree that's what i notice a lot so that's why i sort of avoid like explicitly queer shit because i know my shit is not going to jive with it because i'm too I've, i asked the wrong questions but one-on-one like i mean i have no problems it's just like going into like s- groups that are uh, th- that are just very uh rigid about shit like that so you talked earlier about like finding your tribe with comics. What I found mm. with comics when I started like doing this show and just like meeting comics is the comics are just open. And even if they disagree with you profoundly uh, and loudly or however uh, mockingly You're they welcome. do, <laughs> uh, 
you know, depending on who it is, like it's never it, it very rarely unless your intention goes to a like fuck you place. It very rarely among comics that I've observed goes to a fuck you place. Like it generally, whereas I think like so much stuff on like gay social media is like very fuck you oriented. Yeah, it's like I this agree. is what I'm not into. Yeah. Um, everyone, people that write the, even the like snarky like, here's my list of things I'm not into. Blah, like it's like, well, you're just doing the same thing. You're just trying to make a joke of it. But it's like writing a dirty joke. It's easier than writing a clean joke. It's a lot easier to be like snark, 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 hate, 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 than it is to be like, here's an interesting thought. Here's what I noticed about this and this being similar or a pattern or or or, or a solution. <laughs> I felt that, I mean, listen, you know, I, I, this could totally get turned against me because I'm guilty of this, but like a lot of gay guys I know were criticizing Love, Simon, and I was like, okay, thank you Who? for taking, Love, Simon. That's Love, Simon. It's like this teen gay movie that just came out and it was like super mainstream, but it was no. like a good teen movie and a lot, like actual people saw it. It's not just like an indie queer darling that was yeah, seen no, at Sundance. Yeah. And it, I mean, this happened with Call Me By Your Name, too. A lot of gay guys I know were talking shit about it, and I was like, okay, if you don't like it, I get it, but, like, do we have to just shit on every single thing because it's not good enough or it doesn't fill every single box we need because we're marginalized and it's like we're just uh, – yeah, at some point it's like it, enough, enough. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Well, it comes down to, like, semiotics. It's like the idea that everything has to have this meaning – and it does. I mean, it's not to say I'm not saying that it doesn't, but like this idea that everything has to have a meaning that's placed in some cultural context that absolutely uh, informs why it is what it is. And then we interpret that as whether or not it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like without it, context. Yeah. Because if so it's in the wrong context, it's not good. But it's that's, like, well, that's so agenda driven. That's exactly it's, how it's like weaponized. people were like, right. Obamacare's garbage and can't work. Well, yeah, it has a lot of problems, right. but we need universal health care. So this is a huge first step. Right. Let's just like work with it. Try to improve it. Maybe right. then scrap it and make something better. But to be like, whole thing's bad. Can't do it. Go back to nothing. Like that sucks. You okay. can't throw the baby out. Listen. Yeah. I would love to keep this going, but we're like we're over so time over by a time. bit, but I want to do a quick rapid fire. So since you're like, like into like this sort of shit, let's ask him like a few questions, old school style, and you just give us your first answer. Okay. Okay. Most overrated gay celebrity. Neil Patrick Harris. Correct. Okay. So interesting. Karen, you go. A question or an answer? Because I don't have an opinion about that. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. 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 Oh, my we're God. Going, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Least favorite podcast. No, um. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming at you with the negative. Don't worry, it gets worse. <laughs> um, 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 most ungrateful to be featured in Time Out New York after Oof. us. <laughs> um, I, I've. Oof. Have you reached out to anyone in who's the like queer a huge community? Kind of- actually, I've had like a lot of hypersensitivity, like. How dare you write about our party in this exact way? And it's like, okay, I didn't mean to like. All right. Anyways, yeah. That's why everything's a press release now, because people are afraid to like actually put their voice on anything. With comedy, mm. it, it, there's a little more entitlement. Like more entitlement. No, most most comedians are actually super nice and like just happy to be invited. But yeah, like I I'm trying to remember one bar in Williamsburg <laughs> was like. We run the best comedy show in Brooklyn and you have never featured us. And it's like, so do you want me to feature you or like, do you want to just come for me? So every comedy show in Brooklyn says that. So like, 
that like, everybody who puts on a show and everybody who does a thing here is like, yeah, we do the best thing in the whole city. The people who you know who are worthwhile who do it don't say that. <laughs> right, exactly. They're just like, come check They're it out. They're just like, yeah, we do this thing. Maybe you'll like it. We like, yeah. do, we like think it's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, most underrated gay celebrity. <sighs> most underrated. Yeah. Who do you think we should be celebrating more? Good cue. That we're not. Wow. What am I doing? (laughs) Yeah. Who am I? Don't Uh, judge yourself in this answer. It's like, if it takes you a minute, it's like, okay. It's uh, let me think about it too. Most underrated gay talent. Oh, you know what? There was, uh, did you see that, that movie with John early, um, and Jesse Plemons and Molly Shannon, other people. Oh, she's dying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like I couldn't watch a, it. I was triggered. Uh, yeah, I watched the beginning. I get it. Yeah, There's like totally. an 11-year-old gay kid in that movie, and they were also in the new Spider-Man movie for a minute, and I was like, oh my God, you're incredible. You're a star. Mm. But in terms of like people we know, Peter Smith will change the world. Who's Peter Smith? Who's Peter Smith? Peter Smith is um, a New York performer cabaret comedy dance and they are like they're gonna change everything oh, it's okay a group? it's a no person. i'm sorry they're oh, they're person. non-binary oh oh oh. Sorry, <gasps> oh my god i that was so i don't know what is it when you apropos for the conversation that <laughs> we're <laughs> having but they host a show at the slipper room called the bongo hour the first wednesday of the month at eight jesus Wow, that's amazing. Get so. This is also a generation thing where I really do just not put it together for a sec, and because we didn't grow up with it, and to the point where people have been offensive, and I'm like, no, no, no. You can see I'm not trying to offend you. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not. I literally just as a human being, I was just like, oh, is they a group? Like, this happened to me at Babeland (laughs) once. I took a class with my friend. It was like a feminist sex store. Yeah. Feminist sex store in New York. It was, Mm -hmm. they put on these like pretty good classes. You pay like 30 or 40 bucks or whatever. I mean, my friend went, we did one. Oh, it was a blowjob class. It was a blowjob class. (laughs) That was fun. Honestly, I give blowjobs the exact same way now. (laughs) Nothing has changed. (laughs) I think that they're fine, but some useful tips, whatever. So you got your banana, they teach you all this stuff. And then they kind of set you loose in the store. You got a minute. You can buy what you want. It's like a little discount. And I was looking at this little like it's this vibrator that's really cool because it kind of it's like it's like, you know, can it's for. All right. Well, bear with me. This was my not big, for too long, though, because it's we're, we're I know, no, but this over. was my big fuck up. You put oh, in your yeah. underwear if you're a woman or whatever. Right. Like fits in underwear and like clicks in so it can just like be on you. It's kind of flat. Okay. And kind of like will cup like that could be an underwear and clips in like that. And then there's a separate remote, like a Bluetooth remote. You can do it. Somebody else can do it. And then you're just like walking around in regular pants and underwear. And this thing is like vibrating. vibrating. You're getting so pleasured. I was like, right. So mm-hmm. I was like, um, so I was like, yeah, like, you know, I, I was thinking between this or another thing. But, you know, this is kind of just for me. And then the other one would be like somebody I could use with a partner. And she goes, well, you know, you could use it with a partner. It's a vibrator. And and men have vulvas too and i was like come again bitch (laughs) she goes yeah 
trans men. I was like, all right. She and she looked annoyed and walked away. And I was like, yeah. okay, bitch. I wasn't trying you to. You weren't playing trans by the rules, though. You were playing on her turf. No, no, no. I was talking about my fucking sex life. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. Person that's true. I'm all fucking. right. So I'm not currently fucking a trans person. So I'm yeah. talking about the dude I'm fucking. Who that's not going to work for necessarily. All right, that was that's a power move. Yeah. Maybe Thank potentially. You. Thank, you. Been. Anyways, well, Thank, Thank you. I'm right. Thank you. I'm right. All right. Thank you so much. We've offended everybody. Uh, but whatever people turned out tuned out as soon as they thought it was going to be in Israel hole the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, jokes on people. you. <laughs> yeah. other, it got worse. <laughs> other holes. Yeah, it's all been about Actually, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to plug anything? You already David did. Goldberg of Time Not Tomorrow, you. today. Well, hold on. Everything's fine. No. Everything's What's your fine Twitter? Goldberg Han. Like Goldie, Goldie, but I'm Goldberg. <laughs> it took me like way too Jesus. long to figure it out. Fucking faggot. On You're such a good friend of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Best friend of the show, Goldberg yeah. Han. <laughs> anyways, do it Overboard. That all right, ready, ready. Great. Uh, I'm going to be in what's Philly. What's your favorite? Oh, right, can go, I just go, go, plug go, go, this? Go, go, go. I'm going to be in Philly, 420, 421, featuring for Kate Wolf. Yes. At Philly Comedy Club. Uh, code K-E-R-E-N, Karen for discounted ticks. Yes. Fucking yeah. yeah. Um, I have a project with the ACT UP Oral History Project. We're setting the first date in June. June, Dope. Uh, and I will tell you more about that. Cool. Great, great. Um, and then I want to know what your favorite Goldie Hawn movie is before First we get First Wives Club. Correct. Goodbye. Yes. <laughs> Thanks Goodbye. for listening. Get us on Patreon. Goodbye. Goodbye.